1: This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 325th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. This is the Palm Beach Owners Edition from the Breakers Hotel in Palm Beach, Florida, where the Falcons are gathered with the league officials to discuss some of the rule changes perhaps for next season. Maybe the overtime uh, is gonna be changed moving forward and a couple other things. Uh, But we also got to talk with Falcons coach, Arthur Smith today, and we'll speak with owner Arthur Blank later today. But when we talked with coach Smith today, the first thing he wanted to talk about was improving the roster this off season.
2: Always looking for different avenues to improve your roster. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. that's kind of where we're at. I knew the situation when I took the job, and so everybody's got different obstacles, and obviously our obstacle is the salary cap, and you know, as we transition away from some cornerstone franchise players, as we did last year, obviously going into this season, we got to do a great job developing the young guys we drafted. We need to do a good job of this draft and keep developing this team.
1: The Falcons are ready to turn the page on the Matt Ryan era, and- General Manager Terry Fontenot thanked Matt Ryan and then discussed how the deal went down.
3: We appreciate him, appreciate his family and his, his professionalism and understanding throughout this entire process just, just means so much to us. Um, he's a special man and, and we're rooting for him and, and his continued success. We, we talk about every scenario and, and, and every possibility and we're always looking at long-term future. And so we have to do that. So through the entire all season, we had discussions on when the right time was to, to trade Matt. And, and we, we talked about the possibility of it. And when, when we look at that, <clears throat> we, we want him to be involved in that. He has to be involved in it because he deserves that. He's earned the right to be involved in that. We, we would never trade him somewhere and he knows nothing about it. And we're just trying to, Maximize value and we go through some strung out process and try to squeeze out every uh, All the compensation that we can we were never going to do that with Matt. He deserves the right He's earned the right to be involved and so he was he he was involved
1: in this whole process All right, that's Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot Along with the Matt Ryan trade the Falcons been busy Adding players through free agency. They've added a lot of value free agents
3: we're excited about Marcus Mariota and we're going to continue to add to that room and whether we're talking about free agents, trades, the draft, we're going to, we're going to continue to add to that room. And yet we're excited that Marcus is here. Um, Lorenzo Carter, uh, we're excited about bringing him home <clears throat> from Georgia. Um, also Casey Hayward, really two Georgia boys um, that are coming back home and they're really excited to, to, to be here and, and play for the Falcons uh, Damien Williams, Elijah Wilkinson, Tease Tabor, some other players that we've been able to sign.
1: Yeah, there's uh, General Manager Terry Fontenot. We got a list. We're going to back him up. He didn't hit everybody. So let's look at what the offseason uh, non-Matt Ryan deals has uh, looked like for the Falcons. We start off with the extension for left tackle Jake Matthews. He'll be here. He has a three-year extension at $55.5 million. And let's look at the retained players. These are the guys that were with the team last year and will be coming back. Kobe Gassette, the guard, a one-year, $965,000 contract. Quadri Olison, the running back, was signed yesterday um, or on Monday for a one-year deal. Eric Harris, the free safety, he started 12 games last year. He had uh, a one-year contract. And kicker Young Way Koo, five years, 24.25 million, 11.5 guaranteed. He was a pro bowler two seasons ago and he's back. Isaiah Oliver, cornerback, he's uh, back for one year at 2.3 million. Coach Smith didn't want to give a injury update but he's expected back. He's played inside and outside earlier in his career. Coach Smith said the more that uh, people can do, the better. You know, every football coach says that. So if he can get him outside and uh, keep him at nickel, that's the path for Isaiah moving forward. The biggest signing was Corderell Patterson coming back for two years at $10.2 million. He was the uh, main offensive weapon last season along with tight end Kyle Pitts. Now here's a uh, player who... You know, did good on the make make deal make good deal last year. Anthony Rush, he uh, ended up getting most of the snaps at defensive tackle at nose tackle in the three four. In one year, nine hundred and sixty-five thousand dollar deal for him. Wide receiver Alameda Zacchius signed a two point four million dollar tender. We need to find out if he signed that tender. Uh, Terry did uh, find no, did refer to him coming back in past tense as that fee had been signed. Now, um, the players that were not retained, you know, uh, Russell Gage, wide receiver, three years, 30 million from the Bucks, and, um, you know, Google uh, Russell Gage and Tom Brady. It was a funny exchange. You couldn't believe Tom Brady was calling him. He thought it was a prank call uh, and so forth. So that was a pretty uh, story, funny story to come out of Tampa. Longstapper Josh. Harris went to the Chargers. Four years, 5.6 million, 1.92 million guaranteed. We wished him well. Uh, he sent us back a text. Uh, Josh was uh, one of the good pros in the locker room. We're gonna miss him. He was their union rep too, so he was very important during the uh, negotiations to to keep us abreast of uh, you know everything that was going on with the negotiations. And uh, he said, hey, D-Led, apologies for not getting back to you sooner. It's been a crazy day. I appreciate your professionalism and have always enjoyed talking to you when you had questions. Thank you for everything. Well, that was nice. And I said, appreciate you, Josh. Enjoy L.A. So Josh Harris, uh, West Carrollton, Auburn, one of the pros, pros. And uh, asked Coach Arthur Smith today, well, hey, um. What's the plan at long snapper? He's going to get uh, a veteran. They're going to find a veteran long snapper. So we'll get the list out and see who's out there in the veteran long snapper game. And then, of course, the big one was Fourier Ulican, Uh Led the team with 192 tackles last year. He signed a three-year, $45 million deal with the Jaguars. $28 million. Saw uh, Doug Peterson last night at the uh, party. And uh, we go back to his days of uh, backing up Brett Favre in Green Bay. So Doug's always been a good guy. Um, and he's got Foyer Ulican down there. So I asked Arthur Smith today during his uh, presser. We went like 45 minutes, got a lot of stuff for you all. Stories up uh, right now with them dealing on the, with the reality that Matt Ryan's gone. We'll have more stories and notes on some of these players and one, uh, I was like, hey, how are you going to replace Foyer Ulican? He said, well, hey, we may have to change the description of that position. And so um, I told him I hadn't done my, my depth chart yet, I'm waiting for some more of the dust to settle. But I think we're going to put Mike Mikel Walker in Foyer's spot for now. We'll see who they draft and, and so forth. Now moving over to the new players. The new players signed by the Falcons include Lorenzo Carter, outside linebacker from North Cross High and the University of Georgia. He's been with the New York Giants the last few years, and he signed a one-year $3.5 million deal with $2 million guaranteed. Coach Smith was excited about him. He said he's hard to block at the point of attack and was very productive down the stretch last season for the New York football Giants. Casey Hayward, the cornerback from uh, Perry, Georgia. Went to play at Vanderbilt, started his career in Green Bay, took off in San Diego, made a couple uh, Pro Bowls out there, signed in for a two-year and $11 million contract. He started working with a local trainer. I believe her name is Lily. She was uh, she was uh, awarded a, a, a certificate at the Super Bowl in Atlanta, discussing about her working with pro athletes and so forth. We, I've been wanting to do a story on her for couple years, and um, she uh, she trained Casey and helped him with his footwork and turned him into a pro bowler. Uh, he's 32 now, but uh, he's coming home. Gotta go ahead and pencil in, pencil him in at right corner back. The receivers, they signed two big guys. Caldero Hodge from Prairie View A&M, a one-year deal, 6'5 kid. Auden Tate, a one-year deal, former Auburn receiver, former bingo. Uh, one-year deal, and uh, of course, Marcus Marietta, two years, two years, 18.7 million, 6.7 guaranteed. Tez Tabor, defensive back, he's a safety, one year, $965,000. Elijah Wilkerson, offensive lineman, one year, $1.03 million, and then running back, Damian Williams, one year, $1.6 million, and included a $500,000 signing bonus. So that gets us up to date on all the free agency moves. You know, just look at the money. The biggest deal was Jake. The biggest uh, retainer was Youngway Koo, the, the kicker. Now, you lose the long snapper, a linebacker, and a, a receiver, uh, but you pick up an edge rusher because uh, I don't have Fowler on here because he uh, was cut. So those are your big free agent signings, quarterback, cornerback, and outside linebacker. So right now we're going to toss to a break from the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. When you come back, we're going to hear from some Arthur Smith, Marcus Mariota, and coach, coach Frank Reich.
0: Ocean breeze, tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
1: All right, this is Dear Lando Ledbetter back with the a little bit more here in the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, 325th episode. Hey, if you see Arthur Smith on the street, don't mention the R word. He doesn't want to hear it. He's not rebuilding, he thinks he's an affront. To the football players, but we know we gotta call it what it is. They're rebuilding. A um, lot of a uh, lot of a lot of jobs up for for, for uh, the taking. He says there's a lot of opportunity everywhere, but just don't call it rebuilding when you talk to Arthur Smith.
2: I think the rebuild tag. I mean, it the, it's a competitive league. Like we understand, our charge is a win. You know, we felt where we were last year. You know, we come in year one. It's a completely different culture. A lot of obstacles, we, you know, we had to, to work through, and we feel like we made pretty good progress. But where we're at, our, our charge is to win a championship. And that's where, you know, certain players at different points in their career, and we don't want to be stuck in this limbo. So, yeah, you do have to make some moves sometimes. For You know, you're going to take it, like like Terry said, you take it on the chin a little bit with the, that money. doesn't mean we don't feel like all of a sudden. Like, that's why I don't like the rebuilding. It's a competitive league. Our charge is a coach. We're going to go out there and compete. And to play better team football than we played last year, and to improve.
1: Yeah, no question about it. Uh, you know they're going to have a tough, tougher schedule, but I uh, did some work on the the, the salary cap hits. It's going to be uh, who's going to be tough sledding this year. They got sixty-two million in dead money, forty point five million from Matt Ryan's contract, and um, but next year moving forward, if the salary cap goes up to two twenty-five, two thirty. 231, 232, they might have 131 to $136, $37 million under the cap. Uh, setting their players in free agency. They can fix the offensive line. They can find a running back. They can get a safety. You know, they can, they can go shopping next year. Uh, that was the big part of the Matt Ryan trade. Yeah, they only got a third-round pick, but they got out of salary cap jail with the deal, and that's what um, you know. a lot of folks are missing. They're like, oh, they only got a third-round pick. No, they opened up the cap space for the future. What begs the question is why didn't they do it last year? Uh, you know, Maybe um, they uh, wanted Kyle Pitts to play with a veteran quarterback so he can get off to a good start. But, yeah, that's the salary cap situation. That's uh, what the Matt Ryan deal was all about. Now they could start rebuilding the team whether he wants to call it rebuilding or not. So that's where we are with the salary cap. Now, also, uh, General Manager Fontenot was also asked about, you know, how much digging they did into the allegations against Deshaun Watson. You know, they were in this thing to the end, didn't want to guarantee the $230 million dollars, But, um, somebody had to sign off on this and and here's what Terry Fontenot had to say about the Deshaun Watson investigation, the 22 cases in Texas.
3: Yeah, we, we had a, a process and, and we looked into, we looked into everything and, and we determined from where we are and the information we had, we determined we want to explore it. And, um, and obviously, we take the allegations very serious. And um, but we based off the information we had, we want to explore. It.
1: All right. That's uh, that's what Terry Fontenot had to say. The uh, Falcons weren't the only team in the hunt there. Uh, NFC South Foles, New Orleans and Carolina were also uh, looking to sign Deshaun Watson uh, and uh, Cleveland was in the hunt. So it was four teams, Then Cleveland was out, Carolina was out, and then it was down to the Falcons and the Saints. The Falcons were thought to be the leader, uh, but then Cleveland jumped back in. They said it was a five-month process. They had been doing their homework, and they pulled the trigger. Now they got to find a home for Baker Mayfield. But uh, Deshaun Watson is in Cleveland. They had a press conference with him last Friday. I talked to Coach Kevin Stefanski here on Monday during the AFC availability. So uh, they they understand the, the backlash they're receiving in Northeastern Ohio, uh, but they said, you know, they're just gonna listen to everybody and not, they didn't take this lightly. They said they did their homework just like the Falcons said they did uh, too. So we did later in the week, we also got to talk to Marcus Mariota, the Falcons' new quarterback. Um, you know, we believe he's a bridge quarterback. They're going to draft one. They don't want to drop somebody in there now. I think they draft him next year. But uh, in the meantime, you got a veteran who can go out there and play for you, and Marcus Mariota and uh, Felipe Franks is backing him up. Still got a uh, Josh. I asked about Josh Rosen and A.J. McCarron. Um, that got deflected today, so I don't know where they're at, but they got to add some quarterbacks to the room. Uh, Whether they do it in the draft. uh, You know, maybe the the, the strong kid from Nevada is an option in the third or fourth round, but we'll see. Uh, They also were heavily at uh, Desmond Ritter's Pro Day at Cincinnati. But um, here is uh, Marcus Mariota. Uh, We caught a, you know, we talked to him last week, a Zoom deal. And uh, so he, you know, he kind of told us, hey, this is how he was sold on Atlanta.
3: Yeah, it really came down to the opportunity. Obviously, he said, there's a chance for you to play, a chance for you to start right away. And really, for me, at this point in time in my career, that's what I was looking for. And, um, you know, no matter what the situation is, you know, I got to do my best to, to lead these guys and help these guys become the best of their abilities. And, um, you know, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, I'm the starter. I could very well be the backup and do those types of things. Um, and that's what I've learned. But I know that with Art, um, he's always going to be honest with me and I can just really put forth my best for my foot forward and see what I
1: can do. All right. There's an opportunity available for Marcus Mariota. Now uh, he knows some of Coach Smith's offense. He said they're both in a different place now. Uh, Talked to um, Titans coach Mike Vrabel, and that's online too on AJC.com. I was like, hey, what happened in 19? Why was he benched? He was their second year. He said, hey, you know, sometimes – uh, you know, I got to do what's best for the team. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And that time it worked because uh, Ryan Tannehill took over. They went seven and uh, three down the stretch. I think that's right. And they finished nine and seven because they was two and four when he got benched. And uh, they went to the playoffs, took that thing all the way to the AFC championship game. So uh, he won a, um, you know, a, a playoff game in seventeen. But injuries, I was pointed out to me by one of our uh followers in uh Northwestern, uh up, up in the Northwest, uh, big Titans fan and Falcons fan. They said, hey, Mariota, uh, he had nerve issues in his leg. I mean, he was beat up. He kind of said that in the story on Friday that hey, he was mentally and physically exhausted in Tennessee, and maybe sitting down is the best thing for him. He was the number two overall pick, six four, two twenty-two. He's 28 now, so maybe he's grown up, and he's gonna have an opportunity to show he could be the, the quarterback at, uh, on some level, and maybe even uh, into the future. So we uh, we will keep everybody abreast of that. You know, you wish him the best. Uh, but if he's a bridge quarterback or just a um, you know backup in the NFL, we'll find out here probably over the next 16, 17 games for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, before we go on, we got uh, Coach Frank Reich. We, uh, we went by his table on Monday. Uh, we were sitting there with the Indianapolis uh, media and uh, wanted to know how he felt about his new quarterback, Matt Ryan.
3: Yeah, super excited about Matt. Pro's pro, you know, brings in high elite leadership, elite accuracy just been a model of consistency, but also a model of consistency at a very high level.
1: Yeah, model of consistency. That's what they said about Matt Ryan, who will be the new quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. Now, before we get out of here and uh, head on back home, uh, then we're going to get over to Alabama for their pro day tomorrow. Uh, it's getting a little loud here in our um, makeshift studio in the uh, Breakers Hotel.
2: This is producer Jay chiming in. Uh, D led, it looks like you're in the middle of uh, Buckingham Palace right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it's pretty sharp down here. It's pretty sharp uh, setup they have. And, um, you know, folks, uh, we're, we're not staying here, so we, we don't have a room we could go to. We just had to kind of find us a corner. Make sure we get the Bowtie Chronicles uh, out to our listeners. But um, I did transcribe uh, most of my notes from our interview with Arthur Smith today. We talked about the quarterback situation. That story's online. Uh, The remarriage with Marcus Mariota, he said.
2: We're both in a different spot. You know, he's certainly gone through a different experience. He's in a much better place. He understands and he's excited for the opportunity in front of him.
1: Okay, and he was asked about the firepower of the offense, scoring 30 points a game, what they have to do to get there.
2: I will certainly get, trying to get there. That's going to be our objective every offseason, is to improve the roster. Obviously, it helps when you've got a lot of draft capital, and we need to do a good job in the draft.
1: Last thing here is uh, Kyle Pitts, the rookie. He was a little interesting here. To say, well, hey, what does Kyle Pitts got to do? We'll see.
2: He needs to take another step. You know and improve a, a he had a decent rookie season and we expect him to be better this
1: season so that was pretty interesting Kyle i went over a thousand yards and went to the pro bowl as a rookie almost broke uh kind of kind of broke uh mike dicker's record uh last thing uh, on the pro days you know they've been out uh they're going to be over at alabama in full force tomorrow uh terry and Arthur not going to be there, but the scouts are going to be there in full force. I was told last night at the dinner, uh, but pro days.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just part of it. I mean, I don't think you're, it's a pro day is going to make or break, but it's part of the evaluation process. Um, certainly, you got to take into account that that's not real, throwing it on air, the script. So it's just part of the process, though. We get to know the player and, and get, you know, get to talk to people around the program. All that stuff helps.
1: Now, before we wrap up here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners. Uh, we met Arthur Smith's wife, Miss Allison Smith, at the dinner last night, and she said, I listened to the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. So, shout out to you, Miss Allison, and also to Miss Tanya, Miss Tanya Fontenot. She was such a great host to us when we went to Lake Charles um, last summer to, to meet the Fontenot family. And uh, Miss Tanya and uh, Miss Allison were at the dinner last night, and uh, Miss Allison is a. Um, I know that Miss Tanya uh, listens too and checks in on us, and uh, Miss Allison uh, Smith Arthur's wife is a uh, listener to the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. So uh, we thank you for listening, and uh, uh, you know we're going to um, do our job here covering the team, but thanks for listening. Now, um, lastly, before we get out. I uh, just wanted to, you know, if you missed it last week, thought this was a classy act by uh, Matt Ryan. He gave a thank you letter to the uh, city of Atlanta and to the fans uh, that ran in the AJC uh, last week. You know, he just wanted to thank the fans after 14 seasons of being the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. And that was such a classy way to, um, you know, leave town and head on his way to uh, be the quarterback of the indianapolis Colts. so with that we're going to get on out of here we're busy we're getting ready to get into april it's getting ready to be you know head on straight ahead to the draft we got some draft episodes coming up we're trying to line up uh, some guests for for um, each of the Bowtie Chronicles heading up to the draft. And I'm sure we'll be able to get some folks on here to, you know, discuss their path to the draft and their journey into the National Football League. As we move forward, uh, the draft is set for April the 28th through the 30th in Las Vegas. So that's where we're at in this offseason. Free agency kind of winding down. And now it's time to pivot and turn to the National football league draft so with that we're going to get on out of here well thank you for listening to the bow chronicles podcast take care and have a great rest of your week here from palm beach florida in my buckingham palace office take care
0: ocean breeze tropical beach pina colada